Hey ladies, welcome back to the show. On today's episode, we are going to continue our our mental block series and we are going to talk about something called decision fatigue. It's something that I didn't really know that much about, so I wanted to talk about it because I do think it is something that's relevant when we talk about having mental blocks. So on our health tip Tuesday today, we will talk about mental blocks. And in particular, this, this particular day, we are going to talk about decision fatigue. I keep breaking my eye, my, I guess, podcast recording equipment. So please bear with me. I am on my iPhone and the clarity isn't always as good as if I was on my computer. So please bear with me during this episode. Before we start the episode, I want to remind you that I have a free Facebook free Facebook group, Whole Health Empowerment Project. I it is meant for women like you who you know are wanting some kind of accountability and some kind of support among other women who are, um, you know, going through the same thing as you are. It is a new Facebook group. So I'm not always that great at, um, at, you know, you know, at really being in there and it's something that I'm working at. I'm really scared to do it. So I'm trying to be in there weekly, but sometimes I don't do it because my fear gets in the way. So I would love to have you in there to, um, you know, just so I feel like I can put a name with, um, with people that are listening and, and that are part of the community. So hop on over to whole health empowerment project. I'd love to see you there. So on our Health Tip Tuesday today, we are going to talk about this idea of decision fatigue, which I really wasn't that familiar with when it when it comes to mental blocks. It's one of those things that I think we all know about, but I've never really put a name to it. And it was brought to my attention from my friend CTS. We were talking all about it. And so I wanted to just do a really quick Health Tip Tuesday about it. So when we talk when we talk about this idea of decision fatigue, basically it's this. Um, it just really means that we have like this emotional depletion and exhaustion at the end of the day because we're making so many decisions that sometimes it hinders our health goals. Because remember, all of these mental blocks that we're talking about is about how these mental blocks are hindering the health goals that you are trying to create or how to maintain consistent health goals so that you can get to where you desire to be when it comes to a whole health balance. The term decision fatigue was coined by social psychologist Roy F. Ballmeister, and he talked about it as this emotional and mental strain that comes with making a burden of choices. Okay, so decision fatigue. So I think that like, okay, that sounds like common sense, right? But I really want to talk about, you know, how how this plays out, because I think as we start to talk about it more, you'll be like, oh, yeah, I do that. I know I do it for sure. So, you know, perhaps you do it too. So when it when it comes to decision fatigue, it's basically like this like that you have consequences. So in this case, it'll be health consequences that's related to being mentally depleted, that it makes it really difficult for you to make a choice. So it may feel like, especially at the end of the day, once you've made a ton of choices, that it's too mentally challenging to make 
decision, even it's even if it's the the simplest decision, let alone a, a really difficult one. And so what happens is is because you're so mentally exhausted and you have a weakened ability to make a true decision because it feels like a lot of effort that. It leads to fatigue, so that's the decision fatigue. It can lead to making quick, impulsive decisions, and it can really lead to procrastinating doing anything connected to making a choice when it comes to your health. So some of the consequences are of decision fatigue include, you know, feelings of having that emotional fatigue. Um, the impulsivity and procrastination that we just talked about. When we talk about the emotional fatigue, it can mean that you're just completely mentally and emotionally drained. And that may make you make a quick impulsive decision because either you're so overwhelmed and depleted mentally that you just can't muster the energy to make another decision. Or perhaps it's that you don't want to deal with the issue at hand because it just feels too hard and not something that you want to deal with at this particular time. I think for a lot of people, this is where I get into this, is that you know you may feel paralyzed with fear. So you just are so scared to make a decision because what if it's right? What if it's wrong? And you don't feel like you have the good, like you're not in a good state of mind to really make the decision full on. And so then what happens is, is that you don't do anything at all. So when it comes to decision fatigue and your health, what does that look like? Well, I think here's some examples that I'm going to get. It could be something, usually this will happen at the end of the day after you've had, um, after you've had a day where you maybe feel emotionally depleted. So one of the things could be that you feel like you're just mindlessly eating junk food at the end of the night because maybe you're just too tired to make a real meal. I know I'm certainly in that. I've certainly had nights like that and I'm sure you have too. Um, maybe it's that you can't, you know, you can't bear the thought of playing the game. Like, what should we make for dinner tonight? And it just is that back and forth, that back and forth decision making. Well, I don't want this. Do you want this? Blah, 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 blah. And so then what ends up happening is, is that either it takes a really long time to make a decision about what you're going to consume in your household. So maybe you consume something really shitty that's not in line with what you were hoping to do. And again, all foods fit, but where it becomes a problem is, is that if it's not something that is in line with your goals or in line with something that you even want, but you just felt so exhausted that it was the easier way to do it. Or maybe, you know, it's just, maybe it's just too much. Maybe it could be the other way is that you have decided, okay, I will, you know, try to go grocery shopping instead of going out to eat. But then when you are on your way home, it just feels like it's so hard to make that decision of what you're going to buy at the grocery store because you're already tired. And now that would, that would mean that you'd have to go through a, a grocery list that you probably don't have made up. And then you'd have to figure it out in the moment. And I don't know how productive that shopping trip would be. 
So what ends up happening is, is then you end up stopping for takeout on the way home because you're just avoiding making a decision and sticking by it. Again, all foods fit, but it's, it's really in this scenario with the decision fatigue, it feels like that you may not, um, the choice might not be in line with what you were doing. And when we talk about all food fits, it's trying to take ownership of that and if you eat something great but it was your choice and sometimes with decision fatigue it might not feel like it's your choice because it feels like it was just the last thing that you felt like dealing with and it was easier not to do anything at all or to get the easiest thing another another health example of decision fatigue would be surrounding exercise so I know you know you want you have the best intention that sure you are going to exercise tonight but then it's the end of the day and you're really tired and the last thing you feel like doing is exercising but not only that but you don't even know what you're going to do because you haven't made a game plan for the day so now what are the chances that you're actually going to go work out probably not that great because you are really tired you already don't want to go and especially if you haven't had a game plan of what exercise you were going to do tonight um, and you have to if you had to go home and really figure it out it may feel like it's just such an exhausting task and something that feels like you know maybe I just don't need to do this tonight because I'm really tired and I could do it tomorrow when I'm in a better place so the result of having decision fatigue when it comes to our health is that you know we could be making a hasty impulsive decision um, that may be in, not in line with the big picture that we had planned when it comes to our health goals. Or maybe you're procrastinating making any changes because it just feels like there's too many decisions and you don't know where to start. So what can we do about decision fatigue? Well, first, I think this is the biggest part is making a plan for the day. So I always like to just kind of go through my week and be like, okay, this is what it looks like. I did a podcast episode and I'll put the, the link in the show notes. I did this episode recently when it talks about SMART goals. And the reason why SMART goals work is because most times when you are writing down a plan for the day and you're writing down your goals, you're going to be much more likely to achieve them. Let's go back to the whole, the old Benjamin Franklin quote, since I live in Philly, um, is that if you fail to plan, you are planning to fail. And I think that's really true. So I'm not talking about like you have to write down what you're eating, although I do think that's helpful. But what I'm talking about here is just having an idea of what your day is going to look like. So I would say for you to make a plan. So that could be, you know, make a plan for what you want your day to look like and what tasks you want to complete during the day. The goal in making a plan is not to make your life eat harder it's meant to make your life easier with less decision with with less decisions that have to be made when you're feeling emotionally drained or depleted so the goal would be to kind of plan out your day first thing in the morning when you are very clear on what you want to accomplish and the day hasn't gotten the better of you and just really trying to figure out 
and and take away as many decisions that you can do. So if you make the decisions first thing in the morning, um, you know, you'll give your brain some space during the day to not feel like you have to make more and more decisions as the day goes by. Also, you're going to be more likely to do what you want to do because you've already, you don't have to make any decisions that's already being taken out of the game. So I would say, you know, make a plan and this could either be the night before you, before you start the day. So that could be the night before you go to bed, you could write down what you're going to eat. Perhaps, um, I like to do that when I'm going to eat just so that I have a kind of a game plan that helps me anyway, really, you know, I think the hardest thing is like dinner. So it helps you really be like, okay, what am I going to have for dinner? Do I need to go grocery shopping? What do I need to do? You could also do the morning of it. It really is just up to you. It's just a way that you do it so that you can kind of reset your mind on what you have to do and focus on what that task is. By doing this and writing it down, you've already thought through the challenges and you've already made a decision of what you want your day to look like. So now you have your whole day mapped out and then you can also start to see any of the challenges that may present itself. But if you're in a place that you that you've just woken up and you're really fresh, you're going to be able to deal with the any of the challenges that are going to um, come by, and you're probably going to be able to find a solution much more easily than you would if you wait till the end of the day and you're really tired. Um, you know, it, it also having a plan also eliminates the amount of decisions that you need to make, and so having some kind of routine to eliminate the amount of decisions you make daily is going to be really helpful. And again, this list could include things like what I do is what you're going to eat today, what you'll have for dinner. Um, if you need to go grocery shopping, what it is you need. Um, it can, it can kind of start the, the, you can put in your notes on your phone, any groceries that you start, that you may start needing and start to add to your grocery list. Um, you can add on there, like what you're going to do to have some self care or exercise today. So all the things that every day, perhaps you never get around to doing, having a plan the day before or the morning of will allow you to finally be able to squeeze in those things that you desperately want to do. The second thing I would say in in dealing with decision fatigue is make any important decisions that you have to make first thing in the morning. So, you know, anything that needs to be done and a lot of decisions that are made, especially if they're really important, try to do them first thing in the morning. So this will be a way that you can really get clarity before any of that fatigue or indecision or procrastination starts to kick in. And I think really what is helpful, it seems to be helpful, is like if you even just do two two or three things that you really need to get done today, that you do those those, you know, those things first thing in the morning before you know, before it gets too hard. I mean, think of all the things that we have on our to-do list, right? You may have some things that have been on there for like six months, if you're anything like I am. And so every day they seem so hard. So they just get pushed back and pushed back and pushed back because the longer it is in the day, the harder it feels. So perhaps do those things once and for all, do those things, even if it's just one thing a day, do the hardest thing that's on your list first thing in the morning, because you're going to probably be able to 
to really make a little bit more of a decision than you would if you keep um, waiting until the end of the day to do it when you get time. And even if you can't really make a decision because maybe you're not really sure, there's a lot of other things that go into making a decision, maybe you just deal with something or have a little bit of a solution or a little bit of some kind of um, like a little bit of like like a minimum of a decision so that it you kind of puts it out of your mind so that you can come back and revisit it when you feel like you're in a place that you have more information. So in terms of making important decisions first thing in the morning, it's going to be anything that you really don't want to do. So look at your list right now. What are some things that you've been avoiding? And try to think about how you can squeeze that in to do that first thing in the morning so you can get it off your list and you'll have that sense of relief finally because you'll feel so proud of your that you actually got it done finally. And the third thing I would say when it comes to decision fatigue would be to take a break. So, you know, I think when we're in the midst of going, 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 it's very hard to stop and take a break. And our mind really is just gets so overburdened with all the stress of making all of these decisions. So a way that you can take a break would be to either fuel yourself by eating something really good, um, having, you know, taking some kind of rest from what you're doing or anything that you can do that just kind of stops the behavior of your brain to just keep going and going. So that could be, you know, I think most of us do this like mindlessly scrolling on our, on our iPhones and on our computers and things like that. So I'm not saying to do that. I'm saying to do something that kind of breaks up that thought habit and do something different. So that could be, you know, just moving away from your desk and going on a quick walk. It could just be going and getting a cup of tea. It could be going for a walk with one of your coworkers, just something um, that you are breaking the pattern of keeping making decisions. It's just a, a way to get yourself away from your desk. Um, this can really help give your mind a break so that you can become more rejuvenated. And it's a way that you can start to, you know, refresh and refuel and restore your energy levels. But, you know, I think when we're in the midst that we're going to make a decision, we, it's very hard to get out of what we're doing at that particular time because it seems so important. So I would encourage you to just kind of take a step back and do something different and do something that will energize you so that when you come back to it, you may feel a little bit more rejuvenated and able to make the decision that you want to do. So just to recap what we've talked about today, we've talked about decision fatigue and what it is and some of the consequences. So the consequences are, you know, having that fatigue and impulsivity and procrastination because we don't want to make any more decisions. Um, We've talked about how, what some decisions are, you know, what some examples are of decision fatigue when it comes to our health. And we've talked about you know, how to, how to combat that, which is making a plan, because if we don't make a plan, we're probably going to fail at whatever it is we want to do. Um, make important decisions first thing in the morning. And the last one was to take a break and kept, you know, allow your brain to have some time to recharge and rejuvenate so that you feel like you have a really good handle and that you're able to make a decision not based on fatigue, but based on what you really desire. Whole health is not an impossibility, 
but it will require you to be consistent and to really challenge any beliefs that you have. And this is why I wanted to do this mental block series because I think for a lot of us, you know, we are so busy that we don't take the time because it's almost like it seems so hard to really take that step to be like, okay, what's going on? And we do this thing like, oh, I'm just going to fail again. And I've tried this a million times, but I really wanted to just kind of really explore and, you know, figure out if any of these things are you, because once you know what you do, then you can get a solution. And it doesn't have to be that you feel like you have no control over your health because you really do. But it may be, it may be really uncomfortable and it may be something that is not going to be fun at the beginning and it might be a little bit messy, but as long as you're consistent with any action that you take, you're going to be successful in achieving the health goals that you desire. So this whole health, it's not about being perfect. It's just about being a 1% better today than you were yesterday and being and taking these really small, messy, inconsistent steps because that's where you're going to get to having lasting behavior change. So I am grateful for you listening today and I encourage you to be kind to yourself today and I'll see you back here on Thursday.